Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's time to get started. Come on, stand to your feet. Simple song says, we worship you this morning. Yes. Yes, I want everybody to lift your voice. We're going to have a good time this morning. Here we go. Come, let us adore him. Come. Come, let us adore him.
Now put your hands together and give him praise. gets to enter the sanctuary. It's a blessed morning the Lord has made. Everybody's looking prosperous and happy and blessed of the Lord this morning. This time we'll, just as soon as we sit some of our congregants, we'll have our corporate prayer. Let us all say amen. It is a blessing to be back in the house of prayer one more time. Y'all know there's a lot of people who wish they could trade places with us this morning. But we are blessed of God to be able to be here this morning. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you now for this opportunity to be in service one more time. Thank you, Lord, because we know it's nothing that we did that we were not so good. But just because of your grace and because of your mercy, you blessed us to be here, and for that, Lord, we say thank you. Father, we ask that you will have mercy on those who desire to be in church this morning. And for whatever the reason, whether it be that they're in the hospitals, or if they're at home, or in nursing homes, or if they are incarcerated, whatever the reason, Father, we ask that you will have mercy. But Father, for us who are blessed to be here this morning, we ask that you will open our minds and our hearts so that what we do here will be on one accord, that we will shut out all of the cares of an unfriendly world and we will think on spiritual things. God, we thank you. We thank you for this church and not just this church, but for every church door that's open in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We ask now, Lord, that you will bless these who are coming this morning which have received their degrees. Bless them, Lord. Remind them that they need not forget who helped them to get where they are, that they didn't do it by themselves. Whether it was mama, grandmama, daddy, granddaddy, big sister, the deacons, the mothers, the pastors, whoever helped them to get where they are, remind them to not forget the bridge that brought them over, not to forget the wind that was beneath their wings that helped them to soar and to get to where they are, and that it's hard when you forget the people that help you because the same ones that help you to get there you may need them again but we thank you now Lord for all that you've done for us dear God we thank you for what you're doing for us and we thank you for what you will do for each and every one under the sound of my voice and we humbly ask now that when we leave this service we will be better 
and we will be rejoicing for the things that we have seen, heard, and done in this service. And we humbly ask that you will receive this prayer as we give it to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. At this time, you all stand and join us as we recite our responsive reading. Following our responsive reading, we'll do our congregation hymn for the morning. And all together, for the name's sake, one more time, for our name's sake, lead me and guide me. And our congregation hymn will be Lead Me, Guide Me. We'll do the first and third verses.
if we follow God's instruction, we will not go wrong. Amen. Thank you for participating in our devotional service, in our spirit-led devotional service. It's now time for our benevolent offering. This gives us an opportunity to sow seeds to our collective work as a church family and to the outreach ministries of this church. The choir will minister in song and the urchins will come. This is our benevolent offering.
Most gracious Father, we're thankful, O oh Lord, that you've allowed us to return to this place once again. Father, we thank you for keeping us in your loving care. But Father, we realize and understand that our presence here this morning is only because of your grace and mercy. And during life's journey, Father, we've learned to depend on you. Lord, we love you. We need you. We ask that you continue to keep your loving arms around us. And Father, for this offering, we ask that you would accept it. In the name of thy son, Jesus, in whose name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Angelic Choir. Thank you all for participating in our benevolent offering. Graduation Day brings with it a roller coaster of emotions for graduates and their families. It is a time of celebration and achievement. It is a reflection of past trials and successes, as well as hope for the future. At this time, please welcome our youth ministries and futures ministries as they present our 2018 class. Good morning, K Chapel. Good morning, K Chapel. I am so excited to be here this morning. My name is Angela Ashford, and I am the director of our Futures Ministry here at Cade. And I am so excited this morning because today is the day that has been set aside for us to congratulate our graduates, our family members. I once heard Pastor Mayor to say, it's a poor frog that won't croak in its own pond. Well, today, we're going to provide lily pads, and we're going to croak, and we're going to celebrate our graduates here at Cade. Without further ado, I'm going to ask if Pastor Buckley would please join us down front, Major Ken Brown, Kay Beasley, Terry Harris, and Sister Val Givens. And finally, in the words of Deacon Beret Thickpen, go media. Good morning. Welcome to Kay Chapel's 2018 Baccalaureate Sunday, where we recognize all of our graduates for their milestones. Please hold your applause until the end of our service until all of our graduates are recognized. Nicholas Andrews. He is the son of Jardell Andrews. He attends Callaway High School, where he is an active member of the football team. In his spare time, he likes to hang out with his friends, play video games, and especially sports. In the fall, he plans to attend Bellhaven University on a football scholarship and pursue a degree in nursing. Congratulations, Nicholas Andrews. Morgan Bridgman. She is the daughter of Tanja Bridgman and the late Sean Bridgman. Morgan Bridgman. 
She is the daughter of Tanja Bridgman and the late Sean Bridgman. Morgan is a senior at Jim Hill High School where she is an active member of the Jim Hill Choir Ensemble, the National Honor Society where she is among Honor Roll Scholars. She plans to attend Alcorn State University in the fall with a double major in Mass Communication and Business Administration. Congratulations, Morgan Bridgman. Austin Brown. He is the son of Kenneth and Toya Brown. He is a senior at Germantown High School where he is an active member of the band and serves as band section leader. He received the Freshman Academic Scholarship to Mississippi State University. He's also the president of the Youth Council and a member of the Junior Usher Board and Media Ministry here at K Chapel. He plans to attend Mississippi State University in the fall and major in architecture. Congratulations, Austin Brown. Tierra Farrar. She is the daughter of Curtis and Letitia Burroughs. She is a senior at Germantown High School. She is a member of the ACT Mavericks Club. She has received special recognition for having the highest overall average in chemistry and the Freshman Academic Scholarship from Mississippi State University. She plans to attend Mississippi State University in the fall and major in elementary education with the aspirations of becoming a kindergarten teacher like her mother. Congratulations, Tierra Farrar. Gracia Fisher. Gracia is the daughter of Sarah Fisher. She is a senior at Callaway High School. She holds an overall 4.1 GPA average. In her spare time, Graisha enjoys karate and has even earned a first-degree black belt. She plans to attend Heinz Community College in the fall and major in pre-med with the ambitions of becoming a pediatrician. Congratulations, Graisha Fisher. Tyler Gatlin. Tyler is the son of Tamara King and Spencer Gatlin. He attends Germantown High School. He has earned recognition for being an A.B. Honor Roll student. In the fall, he plans to attend Mississippi State University and pursue a degree in finance. Congratulations, Tyler Gatlin. Jasmine Guy. Jasmine is the daughter of Brian and Michelle Guy. She attends Murrow High School. She is an APAC and AP scholar. She is also among the top 10 in her graduating class. She was crowned Miss Murrow Beauty 2018. She's a member of Murrow's National Honor Society and the Moore Alpha Theta Club. She'll be graduating with a 4.3 GPA. She plans to attend Dillard University in New Orleans, Louisiana and major in accounting with the aspirations to become a certified public accountant. Congratulations, Jasmine Guy. Nadia Moncure. Nadia is the daughter of Terrence and Marquita Moncure. She attends Murrow High School. In her spare time, she enjoys singing, shopping, dancing, and hanging with her friends. In the fall, she plans to attend the Jackson State University and major in criminal justice. Congratulations, Nadia Moncure. Zita Morton. She is the daughter of Cassandra Ross. She attends Murrow High School where she is an active member of the National Junior Honor Society. 
She is a member of Kay Chapel's Praise Dance Team. She volunteers her spare time at Stew Pot and Mississippi State Hospital. She has also completed an internship with Next Generation Academy. She plans to attend Louisiana State University in the fall and major in criminal justice. She also plans to join the Air National Guard with aspirations to become a FBI agent. Congratulations, Zeta Morton. Maya Pippins. Maya is the daughter of Stacy Pippins. She attends Callaway High School where she is a member of the JROTC and a member of the Usher Board here at Kay Chapel. In her spare time, she enjoys spending time with her family and friends. She plans to attend Gulf Coast Community College in Biloxi, Mississippi and major in journalism. Congratulations, Maya Pippins. George Walker. George is the son of Sherry Dantzler. George attends Wingfield High School. He is a member of the football and baseball teams. He enjoys spending quality time with his family and friends, photography, and playing sports. He is also involved in community improvements within his community. He plans to attend Colin Community College and major in photography. He will also play baseball for Colin. Congratulations, George Walker. Taylor Williams. Taylor is the daughter of James and Dr. Loretta Jackson Williams. She attends Northwest Rankin High School where she serves as senior co-captain of the Northwest Rankin High School swim team. She has been chosen for the best musicianship for Renaissance Choir. She received special recognition for her writing with the gold key in the Eudora Welty Writing Competition. She was also chosen as Rankin County's poetry winner. She plans to attend Mississippi State University in the fall and major in English and Communication. Congratulations, Taylor Williams. Toya Brown. Toya is married to Kenneth Brown and the proud mother of Austin and Kennedy Brown. Toya attended Mississippi College and earned a master's degree in business administration. She was inducted into Delta Mu Honor Society for Outstanding Business Students. In her spare time, she enjoys reading and spending quality time with her husband and children. Her future plans are centered around her accounting career. Congratulations, Miss Toya Brown. Jr. Morris is married to Dr. Teresa Dixon. He is the proud father of seven children. Morris, Timothy, Rico, Jatone, Ariella, Jania, and Monique. Morris attended Liberty University and earned a Master's of Arts degree in Religious Leadership. In his spare time, he likes to mentor young men within his business and community. He also serves as a Sunday school teacher in the Indian Department here at Cade and serves on the media ministry. Congratulations, Mr. Morris Dixon Jr. Jennifer Gray. Jennifer is the daughter of Dwight and Terry Gray. Jennifer attended Mississippi College where she graduated magna cum laude with the Bachelor's of Science in Elementary Education with a minor in Mathematics. Here at Cade, Jennifer serves as choreographer for Youth for Christ. 
She's a member of Voices of Love, Women of Faith, and she also is a volunteer for Camp K. Jennifer made the Deans and Presidents list while attending Mississippi College. In the fall, Jennifer will start her first teaching position with the Germantown Middle School as a mathematics teacher. She will also be continuing her education by enrolling in the Masters of Education program and curriculum and instruction through Mississippi College. Congratulations, Jennifer Gray. Dr. Howard Hodges. Dr. Hodges is married to Mary Hodges. He attended International University in Romana, California, where he received his doctorate in ministry. Dr. Hodges served as counselor and supervisor in addiction medicine at Kaiser Hospital, located in Los Angeles, California. He co-founded and served as CEO of Hodges Comprehensive Counseling Services, located in Tigard, Oregon. He specialized in life coaching, substance abuse, stress management, grief counseling, relationship building, and premarital counseling. Dr. Hodges plans to continue his career as a life coach and marriage counselor. Congratulations, Dr. Howard Hodges. Arthur Watson, Jr. Arthur is the proud father of four children, ABN, Jaron, Arthur III, and Tia. He attended Heinz Community College and earned an Associate's Degree of Arts and Sciences in Industrial Maintenance Technology. In his spare time, he enjoys playing the bass guitar, drums, and watching the Dallas Cowboys. His future plans are to open an industrial maintenance technology firm. Congratulations, Mr. Arthur Watson, Jr. Jordan Williams. Jordan is the son of James and Dr. Loretta Jackson Williams. He attended Rhodes College in Memphis, Tennessee and earned a Bachelor's of Arts in Religious Studies with a minor in African Studies. His future plans include to start a nonprofit organization. Congratulations, Mr. Jordan Williams. Jennifer Wright. Jennifer is the wife of Dorian Clark and the daughter of Joan Jones and Stanley Wright. Jennifer attended the Jackson State University and majored in accounting, where she graduated summa cum laude. Jennifer was named Who's Who among American colleges. She's a member of an accounting society and the Dean List of Scholar. Jennifer's future plans include to become a certified public accountant. Congratulations, Miss Jennifer Wright. Demetria Young. Demetria is the proud mother of three boys, Connor, Carlton, and Caleb. Demetria graduated from the Jackson State University with a master's degree in public health promotion and education. She received the Dean's Award and graduated with the highest GPA of 4.0. She was inducted into Phi Kappa Phi, Alpha Chi Alpha Epsilon Lambda, and the Golden Key International Honor Society. Demetria is currently in the process of organizing her own 501c organization to help improve health among the citizens and underserved populations within the state of Mississippi. Congratulations, Ms. Demetria Young. Cade Chapel, if you would please rise and stand to your feet and help us congratulate the Cade Chapel 2018 graduates.
thank you for your attention, your time, and your dedication. You're now turned back into the hands of Brother Thickpen. Amen. Hey, Chapel. We are blessed to have young people that believe in themselves and love the Lord to do what he's called them to do. Let's give them another round of applause. At this time, I'll share just a few announcements with you from the floor. Um, this comes from Sister Annie Shaw. She will be, uh, uh, Sister Anita Shaw, she'll be uh, leaving to go visit Ms. Annie Shaw. And so if you would like to send something to her mother, please see her by the end of next Sunday. Hey, Chapel family, thank you for your kindness. The flower was beautiful. We profoundly appreciate your presence and help celebrate our loved one's homegoing. Your kindness will forever be remembered. Love and blessing, the family of William Lloyd Wade. Kay Chapel will deliver two new summer reading books, totaling over 600 books to each student at Walton Elementary School on Tuesday morning, May 22nd. Please feel free to come out and assist the Sunday School mission in this procedure, in this process. We ask that all volunteers please arrive here at Kay Chapel by 9 a.m. promptly to facilitate a smooth setup. Excuse me, you can meet at Walton at 9 a.m. This is the ninth year Kay Chapel has taken on this project, and this comes from Sister Marie Divinity. Have you heard the name Cocourt? Of course, everybody knows. It's the name of Kay Chapel Sunday School's outreach ministry where each Sunday school class is called upon to discuss and select an outreach ministry. It's an easy process, easy as one, two, three. It says it right here. Superintendents and teachers, please discuss and work with your class on possible church outreach ministry activities. Superintendents and teachers, please uh, have already been given a cohort booklet and choice cards. Select the outreach that suits your class, complete the card, and submit it before May 27th in the conference room on the second floor where a Sunday school superintendent will meet you. Once the Sunday school class submit their, their choice cards, the planning team will reach out to each class. For concerns, please contact uh, Ms. May Jones. Also, we ask you, uh, please keep Mrs. Buchanan in your prayers. She was admitted, um, I understand, on this Monday at the hospital, and hopefully she'll be out in a couple of days, but please keep Sister Buchanan in your prayers. At this time, we'll have additional announcements from the media. Media, you're on. <laughs> Good morning, Kay Chapel. I am Shannon Winston, and this is your morning news. Youth Weekend is June 2nd and 3rd. Please plan to attend and participate in the following activities. The Youth Service Project will take place at Hope House. The youth will leave the church at 930 for two hours of service. Upon return from community service, both the children's and Fresh Wind Teen Choirs will practice at noon in the sanctuary. The youth picnic will start at 1 p.m. and the mixed age basketball game will begin at 2 p.m. For additional information regarding Youth Weekend, please see Sister Fatissa Allen. The Nate Reference Scholarship Board is asking for your support of the 14th Annual Swing for Knowledge Golf Tournament. The tournament will be held on Friday, June 15th at Whisper Lake. You can be a sponsor or have a team or both. We need your support to make this event a success. Stop by the Old Fellowship Hall or see any member of the scholarship board for more information. Join us for Biker Sunday on May 27th during the 11 a.m. worship service. 
All bikers are welcome to participate in the Blessing of the Bikes. The Summer Reading Program 2018, Building a Better World Through Reading, will take place June 11, 2018 through June 15, 2018 from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Tuition is free. Registration forms are available in the Old Fellowship Hall. For additional information, please see Sister Bunny McNeil Harris or Sister Alistair Morgan. MISA activities will take place on June 4th through the 10th. On Monday, June 4th, join us at Metro 24 for bowling. The event begins at 6.30 and the cost is $25 for adults and $15 for youth. On Friday, June 8th, the 3-on-3 basketball tournament starts at 7 p.m. in the Willie Wright Family Life Center. You must be 15 or older to participate. Then on Saturday, June 9th, grab your gun and meet us at Deacon Trollus' Ranch for a skeet shooting tournament at 12. The cost is $15. Finally, Men's Day service will take place at 11 a.m. on Sunday, June 10th. Check the K-Chapel app or contact Brother Ernest Green or Brother Charles Simpson for more information. Vacation Bible School starts Monday, June 11th at 5 p.m. Dinner served nightly. You can pre-register for Vacation Bible School at the Old Fellowship Hall today or on the K-Chapel app. The theme this year is Jesus the Kingdom Builder. We look forward to seeing you at Vacation Bible School. Children's Church is available every second and third Sunday during the 11 a.m. service. Children's Church is located in the Center for Family Life. Thank you for your participation in Kate Advance. Last year, our goal was to raise the money required to purchase the land for our new church. This year, our goal is to complete the architectural rendering of our new campus by October, and we want to hear your voice. Join us for Table Talks beginning this week. Here is a quick video about Table Talks. Last year, we started our Cade Advanced project with a plan. Step one, buy the land. And this year, as we continue to advance, it's time to start planning to build a new church. But before we begin, we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts and ideas and hopes for the new sanctuary? We want to invite you to join us for a series of table talks to tell us what's on your mind, like more seating or covered parking. What about rehearsal rooms or even a moving sidewalk? The first talk is this week, on May the 24th at 6 p.m., so put it on your calendar. We'll be discussing worship, arts, and technology. The next three talks will take place the first week of June. You can come to just one talk or all four, but come, share your voice, and join us for Table Talks. We are expecting you to join us on this week and again in June for Table Talks. Please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin board for additional announcements and upcoming events and to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app, but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Have a smiley Sunday and this was Shannon Winston with your morning news. All right, you got to have a smiley Sunday now. Thank you for those announcements. This time, we're going to prepare for our fellowship period, and I'm going to ask that if Dewana Chambliss is here, if you come down for the right hand of fellowship. And on behalf of our senior pastor, Pastor Emeritus, official boards, and all that make up this K Chapel Missionary Baptist family, we welcome to those of you who are visiting with us for your first time, or even if you come back for your third or fourth time, you are welcome. And so right now, we want to give you something you can only get here at K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. Go, Maurice.
and crown him. presence of the Lord. Let the church say amen. amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. But I'm excited about these graduates. Amen. Excited about the new start and the, 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 the accomplishments that you've already made and the wonderful futures that God has for each of you. We're excited for you. We're praying for you and we're believing that the best is yet to come. Amen, somebody. Amen. amen. I know you all are here because of the prayers of some praying parents and some grandparents and some friends and and we're celebrating this day with you amen 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 we you, you got a chance to hear last week um uh sister uh, hodge gave a, a testimony last week about back together again i believe that's what it was it, it put you put it back together again and and we're thankful that 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 they that we married them on last week amen dr and mrs hodge amen god bless you but there was another couple that I didn't get to introduce to you, a new couple also. And I, I have the pleasure of introducing to you this morning for the first time here at K Chapel. Amen. The new Mr. and Mrs. Carol McLaughlin. Amen. Carol, where's your bride? Where's your bride? Where's your, where's she? Where's that? There she is, Ashley. God bless you. Wonderful. Amen. 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 Put a ring on it, somebody. Amen. God bless you. Congratulations to each of you. Amen. God is a good God. Listen, uh, summer is just around the corner, parents. We do want to remind you, as, as you've heard in the, uh, the announcements, uh, Camp Cade is open for registration. If you're looking for a place uh, for your children, uh, we do have a one-week camp available, one week. Um, and there's more information in the fellowship hall, but make sure that you get your children uh, registered for that camp. It continues to grow each and every year. Wonderful activities from academics and athletics, uh, field trips and, and all kinds of events and activities that will keep them engaged and prevent the summer slump that happens so many times. Uh, we wanna make sure those minds stay engaged and they are always doing something constructive, amen? Amen. So get your children registered in Camp K. Go to the back in the fellowship hall that you'll get more information there. God bless you and God keep you. Ricky, won't you come? Thank you, Pastor Buckley. It's now time for our tithes and offering period. We'll have the spoken word from the pulpit, followed by the tithers and the ushers and a selection from the choir. Tithers, you may come. Well, a man robbed God, yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings? You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that she had not the room enough to receive. God's word for God's people, especially those who are obedient to the words of God. Ushers, choir.
It's now time for our special music. Special music here at Cade Chapel is a time for us to prepare our hearts and minds through introspection and reflection to receive the word from our pastor. The choir will provide us an opportunity to medica- meditate as we prepare for that message. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. Psalms 40 and 5 says, O Lord my God, you have performed many wonders for us all. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I try to recite all of your wonderful deeds, I will never come to the end of my list. The angelic choir ministers, God is a wonder to my soul.
indeed God is a wonder. I think about all that he has done and how he has changed the reality of our lives. We should be able to declare and testify that he's a wonder. It's a wonder that he loved me enough to send his only son. It's a wonder that he cared for me enough to allow his son to die on Calvary's cross. It's a wonder, but I'm so glad, so glad that he did. Amen. God bless you, angelic choir. Thank you for your ministry of music to us this morning. Amen. To these musicians, we always thank God and honor, honor you for the great gifts that God has given you and how you minister to us in music each and every morning, Sunday morning. Uh, we are continuing in our series entitled Pressure Points, and I want to consider, ask that you consider with me a portion of scripture found in the book of Genesis chapter number 39 while you are finding it you will just give me an opportunity to say a word of welcome to family family that is here this morning I have with me my uncle and aunt uh, from Florida who just very recently uh, have made Jackson their new home. Amen. I want to ask my uncle Walter and Aunt Ike, you'll just stand or wave your hand, let them see you. God bless you. We thank God for you. Amen. New, new residents, but they're coming home because this is their home. Amen. So we thank God that this is my mother's oldest brother. So we thank God for Uncle Walter and Aunt Ike coming back home. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter number 39, beginning with verse number 1, and also in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, verse number 9. You will find these words recorded. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, herein is God's word. When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders. He was purchased by Potiphar, an Egyptian officer. Potiphar was captain of the guard of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar. So he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing except what kind of food to eat. 
Joseph was a very handsome and well-built young man. Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except you. Because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. In 1 Peter 2 and 9, it reads simply, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to say a word to you also, a word to these graduates. I ask you to consider with me from this topic, I just can't do that. I'm a royal. I just can't do that. I'm a royal. This sermon was already uh, a planned part of the Pressure Points series that we began on last week. But may I admit to you that this is not the text from which I had planned to preach. Nor has this sermon developed the way that I anticipated it would develop. Uh, permit me to share with you some of how this sermon has come to be. After being awakened in the early morning hours by a nagging cough and being unable to return to sleep, I, like some of you, found myself on early Saturday morning watching the royal wedding. <laughs> wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I never had any intention of watching that wedding. It really never captured my attention or imagination. But after seeing it, I must admit, Derek, that I'm glad I did. Because as the ceremony unfolded, a ceremony offering a beautiful dichotomy of intentional juxtapositions between British aristocracy and American pragmatism, a ceremony that weaved the contradiction between the pomp and pageantry of the English monarchy and its bloody history with the peculiar institution of American slavery, lifted up through words, songs, and the sanctified presence of brothers and sisters from all across the African diaspora. As this sermon unfolded, this ceremony unfolded, and, and I saw the beautiful hues and shades of people in attendance who otherwise would never 
have been there were it not for this biracial bride whose sun-kissed mother sat alone with all of the grace and strength of a queen rocking her natural twist and nose ring and a Tam-inspired hat kicked to the side, it was then that another message began to emerge that I allowed the Holy Spirit to then unpack. For in this second sermon of the Pressure uh, point series. I had intended to deal with only the pressure of sin and how we must find ourselves faithful and vigilant in the fight to resist temptation. I had intended to explain some of what James talks about in his epistle regarding how sin develops out of our own lusts and that we are drawn away or enticed by what's already a part of us. And James contends, you remember, that if we aren't careful that sin will eventually take over and destroy our lives. I had intended to therefore encourage you from Peter's epistle to be sober-minded and watchful, reminding you that your adversary, the devil, is going about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And finally, I was going to remind you and charge you to put on the whole armor of God that you would be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And after I'd hooped a while, we were going to close with a little bit of, yeah, well, uh, a little bit of yield not to temptation for yield is sin and, and I was going to give the benediction and we were going to lunch that's what I intended I'm still going to preach that sermon but in a different way for it is Joseph who calls out to us today and beckons us to re-examine his story and to consider what it means to be a royal before anybody knows you are one. You see, because royalty is not always recognized. Wish I had a witness here. You don't believe it? Talk to Jesus. Here was the prince of peace come down from heaven, having left the glorious throne and traded in his splendid robes. Jesus came to earth without all of the pomp and circumstance of a king. And before, because he did not look like what they expected a king to look like, because he did not ride on a horse, but rather rode on a donkey, his own did not recognize him as being their king. Why? Because royalty is not always recognized. And that's why you can't let what people think about you cause you to think differently about yourself. But you have to know who you are when nobody else knows who you are. You've got to know whose you are when nobody else knows where you came from. You've got to know your worth and your value before anybody else comes along thinking that they gave you worth or significance. That's why, that's why, that's why while I celebrate the wedding of Harry and Meghan, I'm not so caught up in the idea that suddenly because of it we've somehow now made our way to the big house and been granted royalty status no 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 our royalty did not just come because of yesterday but our royalty is the result yes of the fact that it was always a reality no our royalty is not the result of one biracial sister married into an English monarchy but long before Harry met Meghan our royalty as a people was already a reality and I wish I wish 
I wish, I wish we had somebody here who understood this morning that you can't wait for somebody to affirm you before you start to feel good about yourself. You can't wait for somebody to validate you before you start to celebrate yourself. You can't wait for somebody to acknowledge you before you know your own self-worth. But you have to know who you are and whose you are and stand in the full confidence that if God created you, you are somebody special. If God made you in his image and after his likeness, you are already royalty. For I'm fearfully and wonderfully, wish I had a witness in here, fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> Quit waiting on someone else to sign off on you and give you the significance that God already gave you. If you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ, you ought to just lean over to your neighbor right now and tell your neighbor, you sitting next to somebody. Yeah, you sitting next to somebody. You, in fact, I'm a royal. You, you don't understand it. I'm a royal. You, don't get it twisted. I'm a royal. I'm a royal. You, you may not think so, but I'm a royal. I, I may not ever ride in a chauffeured limousine, but I'm a royal. I may not ever have a draw, health-drawn carriage with a military brigade, but I'm a royal. Why are you a royal? Because the Bible says you are a royal priesthood. You are a chosen generation. You are a peculiar people. I am a royal. I'm a royal. Because God made me. And God don't make no junk. God made me and put his fingerprint on me. I'm a royal because God blew the breath of life into me. I'm his son and his daughter. We are royals. what Peter says. He says you should show forth the praises of him that called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, 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 now I know we're royals and sometimes royals act real proper. But if you're not too sedity this morning and if you're not too stuffy this morning and if you're not too dignified, I wonder if you could admit at least to yourself that the only reason you can call yourself a royal is because God has called you out of some stuff. You're not going to pray with me today. We sing forth the praises of him who brought us out of darkness. The only reason I can clap my hands is because when I think about where I was and where I was going, but God called me out of some things, called me out of some situations, called me out of some conditions, called me out of some relationships, called me out of some business ventures, called me out of some places I didn't have. Oh, y'all getting real proper on me. Listen, the only proper praise you ought to have is the one that Peter says, 
and the only proper praise is a praise that is proportional to the gift that God has given you. And if you know God has been good, I dare you to give him a proper praise. If you know God has brought you from a mighty long way, I dare you to give him a proper praise. If you know if it had not been for the Lord on your side, you ought to give him a proper praise. If you know that if God had not been walking with you, somebody ought to give him a proper praise. It's a proper praise. It's a proper praise. That's, that's just what we owe him. We owe him that. That's just right. Long, 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 let me, let me get dignified and talk to these graduates. Long before Joseph ascends to being second to the throne in Egypt, long before Joseph goes from being a runt to a ruler, long before Joseph leaves the pit and the prison before coming into the palace. Long before all of that, Joseph already has the heart of a royal. He already has the mind of a royal. He already has the character of a royal and the temperament of a royal, which meant that, which meant that there was something inside of him that was already governing his behavior before he got the position. That, that there was something already about his constitution that governed his activities before he got the title. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying, don't think that if you get the title, you'll suddenly act like it. That there are a lot of folk who get a lot of titles and never live up to the titles. Wish y'all had a... No, no, before, before the title, you need to have the temperament. Before, before the position, you ought to have the characteristic. And, and Joseph is one, before he goes up, he's already of the mind of a royal. You are royals. These robes you don. These stoves and cords you wear. These medals that lay across your chest are evidence that you're royals. Now as a royal, that means that there's some things you just can't do. <laughs> As a royal, as a royal, there, there are some things that royals just can't do. There, there are some places, y'all getting real quiet now. There are some places that royals just can't go. There, there's some language, good God Almighty, that royals just cannot See, now y'all were celebrating a minute ago when I was declaring y'all were royals, but now y'all done getting real quiet. Uh, no, 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 nobody wants to be a royal now when talking about what, what the responsibility that comes with royalty. 
there's a responsibility that comes with royalty and if you're going to be a royal you gotta act like one and, and, and Joseph before he gets the title you see him acting in the character of a royal Do I have a witness here and when he is propositioned to engage in a sinful act to do something he knew he had no business doing which you will be propositioned to do you're on your way to college don't y'all get quiet on me. You out from under mama's and daddy's roof. Some of y'all been saying for the last two years, I can't wait. Help me somebody. I got one testimony over there. I can't wait to get out on my own. Well, the time has come. And out from under mama's and daddy's roofs, you will see things and hear things and be called to participate in things that I pray to God you will be able to stand and say, I just can't do that. I just can't do that. I just can't do that. And hopefully we'll say something today that will help you to be able to declare as did Joseph in this text. I can't do that. Why, was, why did Joseph have such courage to resist such temptation? I'll tell you why. The first reason Joseph said I can't do that is because he recognized that it would dishonor his destiny. I can't do that. Because if I did it, it would dishonor my destiny. It would dishonor who I'm becoming. It's, it would dishonor my future self. Remember, before we get to this text, Joseph has been having dreams as a teenager. In fact, his dreams got him in trouble with his brothers. Y'all remember that. He, he had been dreaming about being great. And, and, and he said he had one dream where, where he and his brothers were gathering wheat in the fields. And, and his sheep was taller than all of his brother's sheep. And their sheep fell down and, and, and bowed before his sheep. He had another dream. He said, I was dreaming one night and the sun and the moon and 11 stars bowed down to me. And all of these dreams were signifying the fact that God had something special for Joseph that God wanted Joseph to be a leader that God was going to position him such that others would be serving him and when he dared to tell those dreams that's why you got to be careful who you tell your dreams to when he dared to tell his dreams his brothers turned against him but hold on to your dreams don't let people cause you to quit dreaming if they don't understand your dreams, if they don't agree with your dreams, if they don't see you fulfilling your dreams, if they're the dreams that God put inside of you, don't stop dreaming your dreams. He dreamed those dreams and, and he saw who God was calling him to be. And when he was presented with this proposition by Potiphar's wife and he thought about what that was and where God was taking him, he said, you know what? I can't do that because where God is taking me does not line up with what you're presenting to me. If I do that, 
it will affect who I'm becoming. If I do that, it does not correspond to the greatness that God has in store for me. What am I saying? I'm saying before you do anything, remember the future that God has for you. Remember the plans that God has for you. Remember the places where God wants to take you. And when you think about your greatness, let the future potential of your greatness help to shape and shade your decisions. I can't do that because if I did that, it would dishonor my destiny. They don't go together. I can't do drugs. That does not go with who God is making me. I, I can't hang out like a thug. That's not who God has called me to be. I, I can't get with everybody who looks good. Come on and talk to me. It's not who God is calling me to be. It would destroy or dishonor my destiny. Number two, I can't do that, Joseph says, because it destroys the trust. When Joseph is propositioned by Potiphar's wife to engage in illicit sex, Joseph's first thoughts were not about his wife, but about him. Joseph did not think about Potiphar's wife as much as he thought about Potiphar. And he says to Potiphar's wife, he said, listen, your husband has made me his personal attendant. Put me in charge of everything in his house. Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. And then in verse 8, Joseph says, look, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. In other words, a great relationship built on trust had been established. And Joseph said, I'm not willing to destroy the trust. I can't do that because what we have established is too valuable for a few fleeting moments of the flesh. I can't do that. I can't give up. What, what, what God is doing with me and where God is taking me and how God has already blessed me just for a few moments of lust. It destroys the trust. And what, what Joseph says is, no, I recognize that your husband has trusted me with something great. Listen to me. As a royal priesthood, we have been given a sacred trust. God has given you a mind. He's given you a body. He's given you family. He's given you opportunity. Make sure that you are good stewards of what God has given you trust. A trust I have to keep. Keep your trust. Because I'll tell you this. When trust is broken, it's hard. Look around. Some of these folk will tell you when trust is broken, it's hard to get it back. Oh, oh, it may come in some form or some fashion, but it'll never be what it was before the trust was broken. When a trust is broken and so before you do something that you will later regret, think about the fact that you are breaking a sacred trust. Number three. Joseph said, I can't do that. I can't do that because I'm a royal, and if I did that, it would disregard the blessings of the Lord. 
Verse 9, Joseph says, no one here has more authority than I do. Joseph looks around and he says, listen, Potiphar's wife, and they don't even give her a name, uh, but he says, Miss Potiphar, I'll just say Miss Potiphar, is that all right? Miss Potiphar, I, I can't do that because, because, because nobody in this house has more control or authority than I do. Now watch this, why is that significant? Because remember, Joseph is in, is in Egypt and he's not an Egyptian. Don't miss that. Joseph is an outsider who has been brought in and has gotten above the inside folk. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Which means that he was already a target for somebody. You, you know how it is when, when the Lord props you up or puts you up. Listen, the higher you get, the bigger the target is on your back. Somebody does not like how God will bless you and where God will take you and where God will position you. Here he was, an outsider brought on the inside and put up above everybody. And when Joseph thought about it, he said, listen, God has been too good to me for me to start jeopardizing the blessings that he's brought into my life. Before you do anything you're going to regret, you need to go back in your mind and remember all that God has done, all that God has been, all that God has provided, and think about, do I really want to start jeopardizing God's mercies? Do I really want to start making a mockery out of God's grace? Do I really want to start... says, no, 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 I'm not going to disregard that God has been good to me. And I'm not going to mess up where God has put me for a few moments. Here, here's Joseph. Young man, the Bible said it, you read it. Young, good-looking man. Young buck. I'm looking at some of you down there. Strong. Straight back. Don't y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Walking, he got the swagger. And one of them cougars. No, old cougar just lay there a while. Just... Watch him walk by. Be careful. They'll try to run you down. Don't. Here it is. Here, watch it. Watch it. What Joseph says is, no, I can't mess with that. Because if I do that, it disregards how good God has been to me. I got two more things and I'm through. I just can't do that. Fourthly, because doing that would disrupt the perfect will of God. Verse 9, Joseph says, Potiphar has held nothing back from me except you because you are his. You're his wife. He says, I, I, have, I have authority over everything in this house except you. What, 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 is, what is Joseph saying? Joseph is saying, listen, 
my authority stops right here. Mm, Y'all missing it. He, he understood, watch this, where the line was. If, if, if you're going to be a royal, you, you got to know where the boundaries are. You, you got to know where, where the outlines are and where you can run and where you need to stop and, and, and where somebody else takes over. Quit, quit trying to go where you have no business going. Let me stop talking to y'all for a minute. Quit trying to go where you have no business going. Know the boundaries and respect the boundaries and quit trying to get into somebody else's fence. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Said it disrupts the perfect will of God. What Joseph says is, I recognize that God, this union of marriage is beyond me. And I'm not going to interfere or insert myself <laughs> into something that God has done. That's, that's God's affair. And I'm going to keep out of God's. Listen, the New Testament says where God has joined together to let no man cast asunder. In other words, I'm not going to interrupt or disrupt the will of God. I'm not going to disrupt the will of God. Somebody's talking to you and telling you, my marriage about to be over. It ain't over yet. See how quiet it got? Well, we ain't on good terms. That's all right. Y'all still on some terms. And I'm not about to interrupt or disrupt. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't even talk to you on the phone like that because that's interrupting. Oh, shucks. Lastly, here it is. Here it is, and I'm through. Here it is, and I'm through. I know y'all weren't expecting this. Here it is. Joseph says, I can't do that because it displeases my daddy. I can't do that because if I did that, it would displease my daddy. Verse 9 says, how could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. Joseph says, listen, if I did that, I would not only be breaking the trust between me and Potiphar. If I did that, I would not only yet be disregarding the great blessings that the Lord has brought into my life. I would not only be dishonoring the great destiny that God has for me, but if I did that, outside of all of these earthly implications, there would be some heavenly ramifications. He said, if I did that, my heavenly father would be displeased. He said, I outside of all the consequences that I would have to deal with down here I got a daddy in heaven that I need to think about and, and if I displease my heavenly father yeah, 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 I, I, I don't want to be in the place where I cause grief in my daddy's heart 
I, I don't want to make the kinds of decisions that bring sorrow to my daddy's mind. I, I don't want to make the kinds of choices that cause my daddy yet to have grief in his heart, but, but I want my choices and my decisions and my lifestyle to bring glory and celebration to my father in heaven. He said, I'm living my life so that God will get some glory. I'm living my life so that when others see my good works, they will glorify my Father in heaven. I'm living my life in such a way that when God looks at me, he'll say, that's my son and that's my daughter in whom I'm well pleased. He said, I can't do that. If I did that, my daddy would be upset with me. Do I have a witness here? I'm through, y'all. But my soul is happy. Because I'm reminded that we all are royals. Yes, we are royals. We have royal blood in our veins. If you trace it all the way back to motherland Africa. We have royalty already a part of our history. But you don't have to go back to Africa. Our royalty supersedes the continent of Africa because we have a spiritual heritage. Do I have a witness here? And it's the blood of Jesus Christ that makes me a royal in the Lord all right today somebody say how are you a royal preacher I, I'll tell you how I'm a royal because the Bible says that we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus and that makes me a royal because if I'm a joint heir with Christ Jesus and Jesus is the Prince of Peace and his father is king of kings then that must mean that as a child of his I've got royalty running through my veins is there anybody here who can testify today I am a child of God I am a daughter of the king I am good God Almighty and I want to celebrate today the fact that God he made me God he created me God he blew into me God he touched me God he made a way for me God he opened doors for me God he opened yeah yeah you ought to celebrate today Say yes! Say yes! I'm a royal. I'm a royal. I'm a royal. And because I'm a royal, when he comes again, we'll rule and reign together because I'm a royal when we get on the other side good God almighty somebody say we're going to walk the streets golden streets of glory that's what royals do 
on the other side there'll be a robe and a crown waiting because robes and crowns adorn the heads of royals on the other side ah. good God of mine my 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 hallelujah glory to the Lamb of God graduates our prayers are with you our hopes and our dreams are already deposited in you we'll believe in great things great destinies great promises to be fulfilled as you pursue the perfect will of God you may not understand it all right now and that's okay you'll understand it better by and by but just go to whatever college you're going to whatever profession you're going into whatever thing that God has in store for you next believing that through it all he'll walk with you through it all He'll open doors. Through it all, he'll prove himself faithful. Yeah, there'll be some dark days, but they all won't be dark days. Just keep living and keep holding on to his hand and you'll learn how to depend on his word. The doors of the church are open. You can come now by letter by Christian experience as a candidate for baptism. Through, through it all, said I learned. Oh, I learned through it all, through it all. I come
place to live out your faith, a place to grow with brothers and sisters in the faith. If you don't have that, if you don't have a pastor, we invite you to come. The doors of the church are open. You come. Hallelujah. Bless your hearts. Bless your hearts. Bless your hearts. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. My God, my God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Listen, while I was preaching, I saw, I guess it's just family day. While I was preaching, I saw my aunt over on this side. Amen. This is my daddy's big sister. Amen, ain't B? And my cousin Whitney. Amen. God bless you. Good to see you both and have you both in the service. Amen. I got folk on my mama's side, folk on my daddy's side. Amen. God bless you. Good to have all of you here this morning. Amen. Amen. Any, any additional announcements, anything we need to give attention to? God bless you and God keep you as our prayer. We're standing then for the benediction. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.